Hello and welcome to a From the Rookery End Extra from the car. This is Mike uh, and alongside me is my brother Andy. Hi Andy. Hi there. And we're just driving back from Reading. You might be able to tell by the slightly croaky tones in my voice that it's um, it's been an exciting afternoon, hasn't it Andy? Can you talk us through it briefly? Yeah, it certainly has. Uh, if you could ever put the word Zola coaster to a game, yeah. I think it was uh, probably the game today because... Uh, 60 minutes, we didn't look in it really. Um, not a lot happening. Um, You've got to give credit to Reading, I think, Andy. Yeah? yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, they came out and I think they stifled us yeah. basically. Didn't let um, Ferroni or Anya get going at all. Deeney didn't have a kick in the first half. Um, so, you know, Reading looked by far the more organised and better team basically. And I um, don't know whether it was deserved 2 0. I mean, the two funny goals really but um, yeah I mean the first goal came from a free kick after which and the, the instant that led to that free kick was a throw in yeah where well, the ball was clearly out under the linesman's nose and, yeah, and he missed didn't, it yeah which was, which was interesting but we're not going to go on about referees I'm sure because <laughs> we thought we thought the linesman did us a bit of a favour in, in the second half yeah absolutely so we went in 2-0 two, two down um, but the thing about this Watford team Andy I feel is that um, while we never look we, we never looked great at any any point really I don't think today apart from the last five or ten minutes perhaps accepted but what you know with this Watford team is there always is the quality there that's over the, which means we're always in with a chance aren't we even at 2-0 down yeah. at 3-1 down I, and this is amazing coming from me I never really felt we were out of the game no well I, I'll be honest I thought it, I thought it was out of our grasp at first half time you thought it's going to be tough and I think I said to you it's a good thing in a way because it could, it's a good test of this yeah, team. Yeah. We've not been behind before this season, um, and they've proved you know they're, they're they're not just good players; they can dig in as well. And yeah. um, I think you know, I mean, I think that's a massive result today. Massive result. <coughs> and a couple of couple of talking. I'm coughing mainly largely because I've been singing and chanting, and maybe the odd shout towards the referee. Um, but also because there's another uh, another couple of smoke bombs. On display today, so uh, a good uh, good size support from Watford today. It's great great to see Watford almost filling that away and uh, 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 ready. But Andy, how do you think? Why did the game change? How how did we get back into it? Well, basically, I mean, uh, um, from the off, I think we looked too. We were playing too deep. We were getting harried and couldn't create anything. And um, irony, or the boy Santos, as we like to call him, the boy Santos. Um, you know, sitting quite deep, and I, and I think. We couldn't, there was no outlet for us and, yeah. uh, Zola I mean at the time I thought it was a brave decision taking off the uh, boy Santos and putting on Fabrini because there seemed to be a lot of attacking options then but it absolutely changed the game and Fabrini I mean he looked absolutely magical today yeah he did absolutely he brought Ferroni to life and yeah, got more got more space and got ball. You know, and we had that straight away. We had a chance with I think it, I think it was after Fabrini came on. But the first cross we put in today, Dini got his head on, and um, I'm surprised the linesman didn't give it because it clearly wasn't over the line. <laughs> um, I'd, I would recommend anyone getting a chance to watch the extended highlights do so. Also, make sure you watch the uh, the penalty decision on uh, on from the, on the. Um, uh, football league show there's an interesting dive but Danny Guthrie has since gone on radio to say that um, he didn't get any of the ball so right decision in the end yeah I mean it was uh, <laughs> I mean we looked at each other didn't we at that decision and uh, um, you know Fabrini's arms went uh, flailing and uh, along with his locks and um, <laughs> you know we looked at each other and went oh there's a booking but uh, we were waiting for him to get good old Lino um, held the flag to his chest and uh, 
the ref gave it, and penalty. Dini stuck it away. So, Five yeah. in three games now for Troy. Incredible return. Andy pointed out that uh, the boy Santos or Arini, 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 how do you say it, Andy? I think it's Arini. Arini, he went off, and that, that seemed to be the turning point for Watford today. But the, the thing we've noticed about Arini, Arini, the boy Santos, he got three to choose from there, is he's got a magical, magical haircut. It does make it very different, difficult to uh, tell him in a Ketchianya apart, both sporting incredible throws. Um, as a bald man, I can. Uh, I can really uh, only uh, look on with it. Yeah, well, absolutely. But it got us thinking here from the rookery end. Who has got the greatest Hornets haircut? Um, now, what we're going to do? The greatest Hornets haircut will go in to the from the rookery end. Watford in a hundred objects. So we're taking this very seriously. We asked uh, the question on Twitter um, this morning. Uh, who do you think has got the uh, the greatest Hornets haircut? And here are just a few of the responses. Had loads of responses, so I'm just going to rattle through them quickly. Uh, Paul Turner said David James. Of course, DJ had uh, a wealth of haircuts to choose from. Uh, Cy, the Sonic Mole on uh, uh, on Twitter. He said Perry Digweed, uh, better haircut than goalkeeper. Buffon. Yeah, the other Buffon, didn't he? Gary Anderson. Uh, he said Roy Sinclair, who played in the in the 1960s. Apparently, he had a nice haircut. Um, Ken Jackson and a whole host of others said Jason Lee. Andy, you were, you didn't know whether we should include Jason Lee because you weren't sure if he had the pineapple at Watford I don't think he did I think he used his skin Okay, Sean Sean of his pineapple we'll go back and check, it out. check out that this is an interesting one from Robert Barrow he said Chalabar because of course he dyed his hair yellow um, towards yeah it didn't, yeah, didn't, didn't end well for, for Nate there unfortunately um, loads and loads of you said Nigel Callahan with his uh, infamous bubble perm uh, loads of you said uh, Colin West as well who had uh, a luxuriant blonde sort of mullet I suppose it could only de- be described of this one I like from Mark Hancock uh, Hancock Gavin Marn pre-skinhead because of course he had the uh, those amazing dreadlocks when he signed for us yeah, and like the dog out of the Muppet Babies dog out of Muppet Babies Rolf Rolf or Rolf, Rolf, whatever he's called and uh, but also of course uh, Sideshow Bob um, put a jumper on from Twitter he said uh, Steve Sims which is an interesting one and uh, put a jumper on's reasoning behind that was because he said that it looked like Steve Sims' mum cut it for him so uh, I'd like you there. I'd like yeah I'd like you to see say that to Steve Sims' face uh, Damien Owen said uh uh, Nordin Wouter, of course, uh, who we interviewed in the back of a car a couple of uh, a couple of podcasts ago, who's exciting. And lastly, Bill Wilkinson, uh, Dr. Billy O, on the podcast last uh, last episode, he said Tony Coton. So there's some great players there, some some great haircuts there. Um, what we'll do, I think, we'll whittle that down to our favourite four. We'll put it on www.fromtherookeryend.com, and you can go and vote for your favourite Hornets haircut of all time, and that will go in the 100 objects um, and we'll have decided on that as a team Andy have you got any particular favourites out of those? Um, favourites I mean Colin West was the one that sprung to mind I can still see him in the sticker book yeah. with that uh, sweeping blonde yeah, it wasn't it was incredible. I think mine mine's got to be Tony Coton, one of my favourite players of all time. Uh, and quite frankly, on the off chance that Tony Coton hears this, I don't want to say anything bad about him. So, Tony Coton, best uh, best best Hornets haircut of all time for me. Get on to www.fromtherookerend.com and vote. And let us know. Um, and it, of course, if you've got anything else to share, it'd be an amazing day today watching Reading. Get get to the website, hit the record button, and you can let us know your feelings via audio. Andy, the Watford bandwagon rolls on. You happy? Yeah, absolutely. Delighted today. Fantastic. Can't say better than that. Yours.